Before we get started with today's episode, a little warning. Guys, this is an R-rated podcast. Please don't listen with the kiddos present. We will probably definitely say something inappropriate for tiny ears. Hello, and welcome to Smart Women Read Romance, a book review podcast where we fangirl over all things romance. I'm Juliette. And I'm Jessen. Today we'll be reviewing Nalini Singh's Kiss of Snow, the 10th book in the Side Changeling series. But before we dive in, make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, and please rate and review us. Jessen and I would love to hear from you, so follow us on Twitter at SWReadROM and on our Instagram and Facebook pages, where we post updates on our upcoming episodes. Okay, Jessen, tell me, what have you been up to this I'm week? I'm just so excited. We're in fall, <laughs> and it's Halloween season. I love Halloween. Oh, me too. I love all the movies that play. Yes. Hocus Pocus plays on there. It was on last night. So I have a question for you. This is kind of like debate. <laughs> oh, boy. Is The Nightmare Before Christmas a Halloween movie or a oh, Christmas movie? Halloween. That's what I it's think. It's Halloween. That's what I think. Oh, I yeah. know a lot of people who watch that during Christmas time, and I'm just like, but he's oh, yeah. Jack the Pumpkin King. Exactly. He's Jack Skellington. It's funny. My son, Jack, <laughs> asked <laughs> me like two weeks ago, he was like, can we watch Nightmare Before Christmas? So I knew it was time to... Oh, get yeah. ready for all the Halloweeny stuff because he gets all excited about that one. One of my favorite. So exciting for kids! I actually really wanted to get some zombie contacts that made my eyes oh, all white. Yeah. They're all sold out because <laughs> I actually wear contacts and I need them to be prescription, and they were oh. sold out in my prescription. But yeah. and I hand out candy, so I wanted to scare little kids. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's always fun. It is fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love all things Halloween, too, except for pumpkin spice. We had that oh, yeah, conversation. No. I'm not I'm not your typical girl who drinks the pumpkin, pumpkin spice. spice. I don't know. That's just not my thing. Pumpkin's not a flavor to me. I just don't like it. Yeah. No. So we're ready for Halloween, even though this will be coming out in oh, yeah. we're quite a while from now. obviously. So. All right. Enough about us. Let's jump right into Kiss of Snow. This is a multiple POV book with themes like forbidden romance and enemies to lovers. There is a danger element to the storyline that amps up the angst, and the emotional and physical relationships are equally well-developed. So basically, this book is catnip for Jessen and I. Full disclosure, guys, this book does have multiple POVs, and there is another couple that gets some attention, Laura and Walker. But for the sake of our podcast not being about four hours, we're just going <laughs> to cut them out. We're not going to talk about Walker and Laura, even though we love them so much. But the main focus is Hawk and Sienna. Right. And so, Jess, why did you pick this book? Well, it was a long-awaited couple. It's book 10. I had a couple <laughs> books to wait for this once I discovered this one. And their relationship was always in the background, mm-hmm. and I knew something was going to happen. Right. And so I was waiting for it to be announced. Right. When are we going to get this story? In the books, the previous books, it wasn't quite the right time. Right. Sienna was a little young, and it just wasn't there. Nalini Singh did an excellent job of building up foreshadowing between these two. She really did. She's just awesome. I love so, her so much. Yeah. So let's just really quickly talk about Nalini Singh. Yes. <laughs> and the first time that I met her. Okay, so it was RT, uh, the RT convention in New Orleans, uh, 2013. Wow, quite a bit ago. And um, Jessen was unable to come with me. We live pretty close to New Orleans, but I don't know what was going on that weekend. So I, think I took. I was, I was still in college. Yeah, you were in college. Time. That's why I couldn't come. Right. <laughs> so, and I'm an adult. So. <laughs> 
I just took off. So we, I went down there and I only had like two paperbacks at the time because I had bought so many of her. I'd borrowed some of your paperbacks mm-hmm. and then I had everything else was on Kindle. Right. So I had a couple of paperbacks I took with me and went to get them signed. First, I sat in her panel on alphas, which was amazing. And I just sat there like trembling the whole time. So when we finally got to get up to her at the table, I was literally shaking just trembling. And I asked her to and sign one to you. she's not even an intimidating person. She's so she's sweet. Not. But it's just, you know, whenever you the, meet somebody that oh, you love I know. so much, it's exciting. <laughs> exactly. I was just like a celebrity, guys. It, it Authors is. are celebrities. I know. I tried to explain this to my husband. He's like, so it's kind of like, you know, if I saw, you know. You know yeah. You know, Tell when, Kevin it's because of Comic-Con, like how he feels right. meeting actors at Comic-Con. Exactly. That's how we feel meeting authors. That's what I said. So anyway, so I get up there and I ask her to sign one to you. And I say your name, Jessen. And she's like, oh, how do you spell that? And so she spells it on her hand. Yes, she and wrote my name on her hand and you took a picture yes, of it. I was like, can I please me. take a picture of your hand? <laughs> it's just so exciting because crazy. obviously my name is not a Common. normal name. That was exciting seeing my name on Nalini Singh's hand. Yeah. But you want to talk I, about when you met I her? also met her. Mm-hmm. I did go to Vegas RT. I saw her on a couple panels. She's wonderful. I love her accent. Her Kiwi accent is on point. I'm so <laughs> jealous. We also we went to what what was it? It was like a little group thing for the Australian New Zealand right. authors. It, it was, was like a little a little. It was an Australian right panel a little on bit. all their. All, but it was like interactive because I remember mm-hmm. we took surveys. It was so much fun. But mm-hmm. so Nalini was walking around <laughs> and giving advice on this like survey because it was a contest, mm-hmm. and she walked near our table, and I was trembling, <laughs> and I had my book in my lap. I was ready, and and Juliet's like. Get her to sign. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> shut up. I'm like, I don't. Oh my God, she sees I us was talking. so nervous. And then she came up. She was so sweet, so gracious. Oh my goodness. And didn't phase her at all that I was crazy for Because I'm sure this happens all the time. Yeah, she, was, she took it with grace. <laughs> I wish I was as poised as her. So oh. that was my interaction with Nalini Singh. She signed my book. It's lovely. And she's the sweetest person. One of the reasons why I include Nalini Singh and one of my top authors is because not only is she just a phenomenal writer, mm-hmm. she includes such complicated topics mm-hmm. like superiority, prejudice, tolerance, redefining what it means to be weak or strong. She mm-hmm. tackles all this in her novels. She does it so well. She integrates it. It's part of the characters. I just love that she can focus on these deeper issues it kind of touches on my my sore spot about romance can't be anything besides right. you know just like this light fluffy stuff no guys it really can it's it deals with a lot of deeper issues and i commend authors that want to touch on that like sing penny reed does this a lot the new author helen huang also tackles uh people with you know, impairments, disabilities. Mm -hmm. And I love, I love that. So, okay. So how did I hear about this book? Well, through Jessen, who wrecked Slave to Sensation, book one in the Side Changeling series to me. And from then on, I fell deeply in love with this world and with Nalini Singh's writing. Just an awesome She became my idol (laughs) quickly. I read the Guild Hunter series first, picked up the Side Changeling, wrecked that to you. You eventually read the Guild Hunter series. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. That's a reread for me yeah yeah i love the guild hunter so question 
little question. Mm-hmm. Who do you think would win in an alpha stare down, Hawk or Raphael from oh. the Guild Hunter series? Wow. The Archangel. In a stare down? It's so, it's funny because Hawk well, you know, is full of heat and emotion and mm-hmm. Raphael is cold. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like Raphael like, would win. You just know how they, I think Raphael would win yeah. too. Because Raphael's, he's like granite. Raphael would be immobile. He would stand there and stare at you till yes. the dawn of time. He's an archangel too, so he has a little bit, a little bit right. of power difference between him and Hawk. So what would anyway, probably end up happening fun. is Hawk would finally just throw a punch, you know, Pretty and then much. that would end it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is the tenth book. It is a paranormal. We have a couple terms, and I just wanted to go over that if you are not familiar with this world. Mm-hmm. So, Psy Changeling series. It's the name of the whole series, but Psy and Changeling are. A type of race. The Psy is a cerebral race with mental abilities. Think, you know, telekinetic, mm-hmm. telepathy. They value logic and have banned emotion with a protocol called silence. A cardinal is a designation for Psy with extraordinary amount of power. And all cardinals have night sky eyes. They're ruled by the council, which currently in this book is fragmented. The changelings are a shifter race that obeys a hierarchy. They tend to stick to their own species, and emotional ties bond them together and make them stronger. In this series, you'll see the snow dancers, who are wolves, and the dark rivers, who are leopards. And they are very unusual allies because <laughs> wolves and leopards normally don't mix. Normally. Normally. <laughs> they're, they're, they're friendly now. <laughs> they weren't friendly in the beginning. No. <laughs> Enslaved to sensation. So, like we mentioned before, Hawk and Sania have a little bit of a history. They've always butted heads ever since the Laurens joined the snow dancer, Din. And as she grew into her own and became an adult, the intention held a new undercurrent of attraction with which Hawk has fought off because Mm -hmm. the age difference, even though she is an adult, it's still Hawk's like, no. She's a young she's, adult. Yeah, she's a young adult. I've been through so much because Hawk became Alpha at 15. So he, in his mind, is like, she's a baby. She has no right. ex- worldly experiences. And it's he knows that she has a mm-hmm. crush. Another thing to keep in mind are mates. This happens in the changeling world. Mm-hmm. Only happens one time. A mating only happens one time. Once you actually have a mating bond, that's it. It creates a tangible bond between two changelings or a changeling and a psi. And if one mate dies, the other will most likely not survive. It does happen. Some do survive, but most likely just like Hawk, um, Hawk's parents, mm-hmm. that was a thing. Right. Um, so, okay. yeah, those Good. are things to keep in mind. Yes. Good definitions to keep in mind. Okay, so let's have a quick general description of our mains. Hawk, who is our hero. He is an alpha of Snowdancer since he was 15, as Justin mentioned. His wolf is closer to the surface than most changelings, where others, it kind of is buried a little bit. His is always sitting on top. He has a, a bad history with the Psy, but details are unclear of why. His intended mate died when they were both children. Sienna is our heroine. She's a cardinal Psy with unknown to us martial abilities. Uh, she has volatile emotions have, that have an adverse effect on her control. She defected from the Psy network with her family. She's a novice soldier in the Snowdancer pack. So now, guys, we are moving into the spoiler discussion. So if you do not want to hear any spoilers, please, like... Leave now. <laughs> leave now. Go one-click the book and go read it and then come back to us. Yes. Go read the book, come back, and you can hear us fangirl about yes. this awesome couple. It's amazing. 
So let's talk about why we love the Psy Changeling world. It's Ugh, very complex. So, so tell me one thing that you really love about this world. The main theme of the whole entire series is how emotions make us stronger, not mm-hmm. weaker. Mm-hmm. The Psy think they're superior because they have cut out emotions and they can coldly calculate and move the right. chess pieces using their intellectual ability. Yes, mm-hmm. right, exactly. But the changelings who embrace emotion and they build their entire um, pack on family bonds right. and friendship. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that I really love that in here, emotions are not a weakness. Emotions always have the changelings and their psi allies coming out on top basically love that theme it really speaks to me and i am the same like i do not think your emotions just because you feel emotions strongly make you weaker at all and the sigh are very i love their characters too mm-hmm. just because they're so unique and um when the silence starts to break you see how powerful they can be you know and how emotional they can be even though they hold it in check i love the contrast between Seeing a psi mm-hmm. whenever they're still connected into the psi network, mm-hmm. the mental network that all psi's are a part of, mm-hmm. and see them breaking away from it and seeing how emotions affect their own abilities mm-hmm. and how it emphasizes it makes it stronger. And I really love her overarching storylines. It really creates a nuanced world that the mm-hmm. re- reader can really dig their teeth into. Mm-hmm. There's multiple background storylines going on. The identity of the ghost is frequently mentioned. Yes. Um, he becomes a it. big part in book three. That is Judd's book. Mm-hmm. Big part. And you find out that they're kind of working behind the scenes. The identity is still a mystery at this yeah. point in the book. And I won't say who it is, but I will say that that is my favorite Sly Changeling book. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love that one. His book. Um, Nikita Duncan's real motivations, we touched on it just a little bit. Her relationship with Sasha is still strained, but you can kind of see some little fissures in there. Mm-hmm. Um, we definitely do in this book. Definitely in this book. In the first book, I hated her. I was I like, how can you abandon your child? She basically just cut her off. You're the worst mother ever. <laughs> right. I'm like, how can a mother act like this? But Singh does it so well. She mm-hmm. creates – Nikita Duncan is human still. She's sigh, but she still is not – irredeemable right i love that too and the whole fractures and silence it plays a part in each book and in this book there's obviously big fractures because the implosion of the side council has happened and it's still kind of secret but at this point in the book it's henry scott and his wife shoshana mm-hmm Against Anthony and uh, Nikita, they've already sided with the changelings. They're like, our interests favor the changelings, so mm-hmm. we're going to do that. It's like a calculated, hey, these are my allies, but I'm like, mm-hmm. Right. You, know, you know you're doing it because your kids are members <laughs> right, of the changeling exactly. packs. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> Just, <laughs> Just keep fooling it. yourself. Anthony is fine saying, yeah, I love my daughter. I know. But Nikita's not. And I'm like, I know. I love Anthony's character, too. Anthony's character's great. There's so many good. (gasps) Okay, so let's get into the nitty-gritty of the breakdown. Let's break it down from the beginning. All right. So, it's been about a century since silence began, and the excise remain a mystery that only a few know about. So, um, we know that they are living weapons, and silence is their safety switch to keep them from, you know, yeah, they're exploding one of, they're with They're one of the reasons why silence was right. created. Because they are so powerful. They could, it's almost like a bomb, a human bomb. Oh. So Sienna is 
an ex-cardinal. She is mm-hmm. super, super, super powerful. Yeah. On the top gradient. Okay? Yeah. And in previous books, we don't even know. There's like rumors. And Sasha comes upon Sienna in a previous book. She's having an emotional outburst and emotions mm-hmm. for the Psy. It could um, lead to powers just, you know, spilling Exploding. out. Spilling right. out without your control. And hurting and someone. Sienna had a power spill out in in a deserted hallway. There was like a mural, and she had that, and she like split the cavernous rock. Like it just like they <laughs> just said, the yeah. And Sasha is guessing at this point, and she's like, "I know I've heard rumors about Xi, but they don't tell you what Xi can do. Yeah. So it's still a mystery up to right. this point this until point, this book. You just right. know that it's a martial ability, and it's super powerful, and." Mm-hmm. As far as the mainstream world's concerned, there's no such thing as an XI. Only a few know about this XI, like the council do. The council knows about designations that aren't very common or were wiped out or suppressed. Right. So that's so, why nobody knows what an XI is. Yes, there's but not we that find many. Out. There's not that many. <laughs> no. Who've been right? Who've been able to survive their right. own power abilities? So we have Sienna and. Um, in the beginning, she kind of gets into – she and another wolf, Maria, have had this sort of uh, struggle. And Hawk's always told Sienna, you know, she he does not want her fighting because of – he knows she's got some kind of power. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So that's like a big no-no. And, of course, she and Maria kind of get into it. He talks about how he's given her a, a long leash since she came back into the pack, but that ends today. One of the reasons he has kept her on a short leash is because of this power. The other reason is this underlying attraction he's always right. felt for her. And in previous books, they've mentioned it like Lucas, who is the Dark River Alpha. He's a leopard. He knows. Mm-hmm. He knows that <laughs> Sienna has a crush on Hawk. And I think this was like around whenever she was like 17 and Sasha was Sasha told Hawk point blank, look, she's losing control because of you. And he's yeah. like, what do you want me to do? Like, I'm not <laughs> doing anything. And Sienna goes and lives with Lucas and Sasha partially. She goes hang out in the leopard territory basically right. to get away from Hawk. Yeah. So, and I love that part. Her. I love that part. Um where he tells Maria to go, and so it's just him and Sienna in the office alone. And mm, he kind of expected mm. her to back down or tuck tail or something, and she's just like, no. So let's get to where Lucas gives Hawk some advice. I love Lucas and Hawk's relationship. They had a contentious relationship in book one. And Lucas, <laughs> it's like they don't trust each other because their inner animal doesn't trust each other. Mm-hmm. And they're both alphas. They're so. both alphas. So <laughs> they're, it's very, it's very, uh, tense Manly. whenever they're there because they always want to do the alpha stare down or whatever, right. see who's more dominant. And they can't, they're allies. So mm-hmm. tensions just high or whatever. Luke gets a call from Hawk and Hawk's like, she's not coming for a while. Hawk's basically denying that anything will ever happen with Sienna, saying that there's nothing he can do about it. And Luke's response is, that's what Nate said. Lucas is like, I've heard this before. I see where this is going. You're in denial. He's basically (laughs) calling him on his bullshit, and Hawk's just like, whatever. And just brushes it off. She's a kid. She's a kid. Just brushes it off. But Hawk does have a reason why he's brushing this off. Yeah, yeah. Not only is he... Pushing Sienna away because he is an alpha. He is an har- a hardened alpha who has been through so much and he doesn't think that Sienna could understand mm-hmm. the amount of just sh- sh- shit that he's been through because mm-hmm. she's so young. He's basically just putting down 
her age to just not being able to understand mature facts. Also, whenever Hawk was young, I think he was around like seven or eight, Mm -hmm. he found his mate. And this is the thing. You can know who your mate is, but there's something that happens to actually snap the mating bond in place. Right. So you could know your who your mate is from childhood and it won't but it snap into place until, until you're later. older. Right. So Hawk found his mate whenever she was a child and he was a child, mm-hmm. but she tragically died whenever she was like five and in like yeah. a rock slide. So this is another reason why Hawk is pushing Santa away. He's like, I found my mate. I'm never going to have a mate again. And she's going to want something she's more from the relationship. More. I need to be with somebody who knows the score, who right. knows the history, and is not going to expect. I can't give it all. You know, right, is them. not going to expect me to give more than I can. Mm-hmm. So, so that's Hawk's excuse for not. I know going I after. Just like Sienna, I want it all. <laughs> <laughs> so that's his excuse for not going for it with Sienna, even though she is an adult now. But let's move on and talk about the letters from Alice Eldridge. We're introduced, you know, somewhere in here to Alice Eldridge. She was a human scientist from pre-silence times, um, who we know from previous books. She's researched both E and X Psi, two designations that aren't talked about in the net. And Nikita sent Sasha the lost E Psi manuscript, but one on the X side has never been found. Right. So we get these letters um, from Alice that are inserted throughout the book. Mm -hmm. Uh, Little snippets of emails that Alice sent to her parents while she was researching the X side. And it's really cool because it starts to give us little hints as to what the X side can do and how dangerous they are, how powerful they are. And this is like the first moment. And I want to talk briefly about Sienna's power. And this is where I started to get some Dark Phoenix X-Men Ooh, vibes. Jean Grey. It's, yes. yes. It started to make me think of Very Jean much. Grey. Very you know? much. Um, Jean Grey is super, super powerful. It can do so much good, but it can do so much bad as well. Right. And it has a lot to do with suppression. And I think that that's a really good comparison and it also it um and if you think about Jean Grey and Sienna, their emotions are intertwined with the power. Right, it's a trigger. You know? It's a it's trigger a, exactly. for them. It's a trigger. Um, so let's talk about the Lauren family really quickly. They mm-hmm. have three cardinals, which is very right. rare. They have a cardinal X surviving to adulthood, which is even more extraordinary. We have Christine, who is a cardinal telepath. Sienna and Toby's mother. Toby, who's a cardinal telepath side with minor E abilities. And we have Walker, who's a telepath. Judd, who's a dual telekinetic and telepathic. And Marley, who's a telekinetic. All have abilities around a nine on the power scale. This is why I love Hawk. Despite his history with the Psy, mm-hmm. and despite having so many reasons to just kill them on sight, he did not. No. He did not. He gave them a chance, and he knew, like, these are some powerful people coming in. If it was just adults, it might have been a different story. But right. he read the situation. No sign in their right mind would end up in my territory. I know. For no reason. Right. So the council is in shambles. We know that. Nikita and Anthony um, have an alliance. And then Henry and Shoshana Scott and Tashiana have an alliance. And then we have Ming Laban and Caleb are wild cards at this point. We don't really know yeah, they're where their alliances Switzerland, are. Or they say they're Switzerland. We just don't know yeah. where their true allegiance lies, basically. Right. They could but be backing Henry Scott and other. Shoshana, and we just don't know. Right. Or they could be waiting to see how it plays out to make their move. We just don't know at this point. Right. But we do learn a lot about Ming Laban in this one. We do, because he's the one that basically raised Sienna. Raised, I say that with heavy sarcasm, <laughs> because he basically tortured her her whole life, poor oh, thing. Yeah. Moving on, back into the Changeling pack. 
Hawk's growing need is affecting the pack. And what I mean by that is changelings have this thing called, um, like, it's a need for touch. Mm-hmm. And there's such a thing as touch starvation. Well, Hawk is not with anyone at this point, And mm-hmm. his growing sexual need is affecting the pack. Indigo says, I know damn well you could go and scratch the itch right now if you wanted to. But why don't you think about whether scratching it with just any pack mate, even one you like, will have any effect whatsoever. Everyone knows how Sienna feels about Hawk. This has been a long-running crush. Mm-hmm. It is not worn out with time. Right. It's only and, become stronger. She's become right. more of a woman. And she's been... He has been warned off of Sienna before. Not that he ever tried to make a move on Sienna, but everyone sensed Everybody could the see it. currents. Right. Everyone they could, could see sense it something's going on. Looks, I mean, it's not mm-hmm. that he even ever touched her. No. It's just in the interactions and the looks and the conversations. It's how much they clashed. Mm-hmm. You could see something else is there. <laughs> it's like sexual tension. Right. It is. It was. Oh, not, Except it was aggression yeah. in the beginning. It was just aggression. Kind of banging. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I meant like heads banging. <laughs> Sorry. So also Riley... Riley, uh-huh. who definitely called Hawk out mm-hmm. in a previous book, being like, if you touch her, like, I think of her as a little sister, if you touch mm-hmm. her. And Hawk's, like, super offended. Like, you oh think God. I would touch, touch that, that she's that 18, teenager. she's a yeah. child, like, you know, she, I have so much more experience. Mm-hmm. And Riley's like, he's not ready, she's not ready, or mm-hmm. whatever. Well, in this book, he changes his tune. I love it. I'm like, thank you, Riley. Pretty much gives Hawk the green light. And being stubborn yeah. and says that it doesn't matter but he's telling himself it can't matter to him because he couldn't live with himself mm-hmm. if he went after her because mm-hmm. he knows that any person that he is with he would ask a ton of like he's an mm-hmm. alpha he is responsible for hundreds of lives he has to make tough decisions mm-hmm. all the time and his life is not a normal life and how could a 19 almost 20 year old possibly Handle understand that. that responsibility mm-hmm. that's where hawk's at and yeah. he's not wrong any typical, any typical 19, 20-year-old couldn't handle that. Exactly. That responsibility, having to take care of all these lives. But she's not a she's typical 19-year-old. She did not grow up. I mean, when we find out all the things she went through with Ming LeBon, mm-hmm. we under, come to understand quickly that she she is a very old soul she's an in old that soul, young body. She grew up quick. Yes. Had to learn hard lessons yes. early on in life. This is where Hawk decides he needs to um, take a lover. In in changeling culture, you can have a sexual relationship with a friend and there's no expectations. It doesn't happen in real life, folks. Yeah. <laughs> but in the changeling world, you can have it's that. Okay. It's like understood. He's all amped up about Sienna. He's like, I'm just, I just need to take care of this. Like she's at the you point, know? she's at the point where she is old enough for a relationship. Right. And she knows... And she if she knows sees what it him means. doing that, right. she's you're going to break like, her. Fine. I'm, yeah, I'm, she's going to move on. Yes. She's going to move on. She yes. already has a friendship with Kit. Yeah, and Kit's very flirty. Very flirty. They have a great friendship, but he is very flirty, and he would totally be with Sienna if he Oh, my gosh. If she would allow it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so she has options. Hawk is not the only option. She's just – she knows that there's a connection, and she wants to explore it, but – Hawk's stubborn. So he, you know, calls Rosalie. He calls her to schedule to set, schedule a, an appointment. Yeah, but he's a very busy man, so it can't happen right away. <laughs> right, exactly. Which works schedule to our advantage. Call. I have to read one more quote. Her pride wouldn't allow her to sit in her room while he put those strong hands all over another woman. He wasn't hers, had made it clear in a hundred different ways that he didn't want to be hers. Fine. 
I love this moment. I love it. Yeah, because she's basically like, F you. I hear that you're going <laughs> to yes. be with Rosalie, so exactly. I'm going to go out with my friends. Oh, and so I she does. It. They go to a bar. They go to a bar. So this is great. <laughs> this is the best. Hawk, <laughs> Hawk in the den gets a call from the owner of the local bar. <laughs> so he gets there. Doesn't know what he's walking into except this still one little well, this one little comment from the bouncer while he's walking in. The bouncer basically says, "Where you been hiding?" The pretty little one with cherry tinted hair. Sienna has this distinctive <laughs> ruby colored hair, and it puts Hawk's back up. He's like, "What? <laughs> what do you mean?" He doesn't say any of this. He just stares him down, and the bouncer knows something. Like, just like I just triggered that the animal instinct in there. Just go inside and go look. Well, Sienna's <laughs> on the bar. She's dancing on the bar, and people are cheering her on. Hawk is like Livid. never seen Sienna act like this, and he mm-hmm. is turned on. He won't admit yeah. it. He <laughs> He's is turned on and also livid that all of these young that men are looking at her. Yes. So he goes up to Sienna and grabs her boot and basically. Just like, come on, get down. She pushes back. I love it. She pushes back. Basically, he has to pull her off the bar and yeah. swing her over his shoulder <laughs> yeah, and bring like... her outside. So all the all the snow dancers they fo- they file out. Yeah. Well, all they they sense this tension. All of the other members they go into separate cars, leaving Sienna and Hawk in one car. Right. I love it. <laughs> I remember before this book was published, this was a scene that Nalini had teased, and I was like, no. oh, I loved it. It was so great just like having them alone and Mm -hmm. him going off basically he's going off because he doesn't want to think of sienna in this way he's Mm -hmm. tried so hard to push this away to Mm -hmm. not feel anything for her at all and And she's really he's she's grown up she is now but he can't accept it no he can't he can't see her any other way besides a a young a young adult i mean Mm -hmm. a young uh teenager they have a little moment where Sienna says she wants to dance. She's basically going off, and he's like, fine, we'll dance. So they have a little slow dance. It's a very yeah, nice like moment. Like he pulls over on the side he of the road. He pulls over, and he kind of gives into his, like, his need, need for to touch. touch. And yeah. so they're slow dancing, and he sa- he tells Sienna basically they can't be. And she's wondering if it's all because she's Psy. Because she knows something happened mm-hmm. with the Psy and Hawk. She doesn't know because they kind of keep that situation hush-hush. And he, his excuse is, you barely groan. Sienna's like, Ming Laban sure did not sing me any lullabies. And right. she tells him, I've been with Ming since I was five. That's whenever he came to take me and took me away from my mother. <laughs> and I basically grew up in a military situation since I was mm-hmm. five. It shocks Hawk because it's so different from the changeling way of life. Mm-hmm. And he asked, did She's you ever had play? a childhood? Right. He asked, did you ever play? And he's, and she's like, no. No. What do you mean play? I handled <laughs> bombs whenever I was younger. Yeah. There's no play. And he's really feeling for her. And I think this is kind of the first glimpse because he tries very hard not to be in her presence. Mm-hmm. So they haven't really gotten to know each other and each other's past. So this is the first opening mm-hmm. that there's more to Sienna than meets the eye. Now we start to get this contrast between Hawk and his wolf. They're mm-hmm. not on the same page. The wolf's like... Yeah. Yes, baby, more now, you know. <laughs> yeah, the wolf's like, I don't like, understand why you're like, not going after her. You, She's an adult. She is obviously interested. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, and so he's now struggling. Like, the man, you mm-hmm. know, intellectual side of him is trying to, like, reason with the wolf who wants her so badly. In my opinion, I think he's just afraid. Of course. You know, he's, he's just afraid. He is afraid, and Sienna does call him out on that later. But 
even though he's not ready to admit he has deeper feelings for Sienna quite yet, he's fighting with his wolf, mm-hmm. he still keeps making excuses to be near her for mm-hmm. any situation. Um, he takes Sienna to visit Sasha, and Sienna calls him on his bullshit. It's like, yes. stop it. No touching, no acting possessive. You can't, like, if you want me, take all of me exactly. or let me go. It cannot be this halfway thing. Right. I love it. I love it. She pushes back. She calls him on his bullshit that he's just trying to be like one toe in the water, have mm-hmm. his cake and eat it too exactly. kind of and thing. I love that because yeah. it's exactly what he was doing. He's like, if I can just get enough skin privileges, then I can keep my right. day. Mm-hmm. At the same time, it's giving her hope and that's unfair. Yeah, you know? it is. It is. And it's coming out and Sasha notices whenever they get to yeah. Sasha's house, she overhears Hawk saying, you know, how fast can you run? And she says, I'm not running from you. So Sasha's like, oh, so he wants to chase you. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> interesting. Sasha also picks up on an interesting fact. Like this signals to Sasha, whoa. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Hawk's a little bit more in than he thinks because Sienna says, he gave me permission to do away with the hierarchy when we're alone. And Sasha's like, whoa, this is big push. Make <laughs> sure you get him alone, obviously, because he's going to always put you down whenever you're in a pack situation mm-hmm. because you're younger, you're very low on the hierarchy. So right. he's always going to push you down. You cannot. But if you're alone and he's giving you the go ahead, <laughs> get him alone. Yeah. Keep getting in these situations. I love it. Sasha's all in. Sasha knows that if there's anyone that can bring out Hawk from his dark past, it's mm-hmm. Sienna. It because is. she pushes all his buttons and he really needs that so i really love that interaction love it so there is whenever they're on the way back from visiting sasha and lucas yes i love this we have to talk about this and she tells him straight to his face which i love this this is why CNN Hawk works so well is because mm-hmm. she will tell him to his face and call him on his bullshit. Right. She says, you're giving me just enough to make sure I can't forget you and not enough to go against your all-important principles. Well, fuck you. And I'm like, yes. I'm like, yes, Sienna. It's like, Sienna, you're, you're my spirit animal. Yes. Thank you. She's great. I love that. Love I love her that. fiery passion and she will not back down. She won't. And that's what an alpha needs. He needs somebody who will not be afraid to call him on stuff. Not be afraid, not be a yes person, basically. So I feel like Sienna is that. <laughs> yeah. And so things get a little heated, literally. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, angry. Uh, we finally see a little bit of what an ex can do on the way to the grotto um, when uh, she's calling Hawk out right then. And uh, she basically just bursts into flames. You know, and yes, there's a thing called earthing. Earthing. Whenever her right. power hits a certain threshold, she she's has to kind of purge it, it because it's like it. she's almost like a battery. Once it's yes. full, you have to purge it out. Right. So she does her earthing, and that's the first time a hawk has ever seen it before, yeah. and she's encased in flames. She's encased in flames, but she's almost like, haha, you can't get me. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> he, tries to, he tries to grab her to right. turn, her, turn her around because she, she's walking away. Right. Because she's kind of done. She's yes. done the whole fuck you thing. Mm-hmm. And I love when he's like, do that again, he growled the instant the fire blinked out. And I swear, I'll throw you into the lake. She raised her head, embers continuing to flicker in her eyes. I'd like to see you try. I love that moment. I do love it. I do love it so much. I know. And this is, I think, also the first time Hawk's like, 
whoa, like this, she's, this woman's powerful, you know, like more than I realized. Right. I mean, he's heard about their, the abilities, Mm -hmm. but never seen them. And she, she's not anything he's ever had to deal with before. Right. Um, This whole scene was so, I just thought it was so good because the power play from the very early on is Hawk is alpha, Sienna is inexperienced, inexperienced. And here we start to see her basically in her own right, her own power. Mm -hmm. And I love when he's like, you know, you know, he gets angry. He's like, baby, if she's like, don't call me baby. Like, Mm -hmm. I love that. Like, she keeps putting him in his place. Like, you don't have, first of all, I don't want you calling me baby. Like, I'm some little bitty toddler toddling around, you know, like. But also don't like (laughs) use it as a term of endearment. Right. Whenever you're literally planning to go sleep with someone else. Yeah. You're you're about to go, you know, get Rosalie on the booty call and you're calling me baby. Mm -hmm. Stop. Stop. Yeah. I love that too. And Drew really does encourage Sienna to not let Hawk and Rosalie become a thing. Yes. Because Drew's been through it. (laughs) Drew's had the age gap with Indigo and he's like, come on, I know you. Don't give up. I know, I know that you, this is not you. And so we get a little scene where Hawk and Rosalie finally have their schedules lining up. (laughs) Right. And they're friendly. They're friends first and foremost. Uh And Rosalie goes up to Hawk and says it's that he doesn't look like a man ready for what he's asking for right like you don't look interested <laughs> yeah you basically don't look interested you're not in what you you're not in the for. zone <laughs> obviously i can see that you're not in the mood yeah. so what gives and this is the first time that hawk admits indigo's right it won't satisfy my hunger mm-hmm. because he knows mm-hmm. even he he can't let himself be with Rosalie. I know. He's, he's in with Sienna. Yeah, and I think it's something, maybe his wolf, maybe the man, wh- whatever it is inside him, realize he the knows, just like Indigo knows. said, if you cross that line, you're going to lose her. Mm-hmm. And so a part of him, even though he's still thinking, I can't have her, I can't have her, he still right. doesn't want to lose her. I think, <laughs> I think it's more that his wolf understands the score and yeah. the human half of him was playing catch up and right. as soon as he was put in the situation and he couldn't he go realized, through with it he was like this that's and then a good he way gets to put it. he gets the another call oh my god i, I love how he, he answers okay. it he knows it he knows it's the bar owner he can see <laughs> the caller id and he's like it's luke's turn <laughs> I, the bar owner says yeah but i don't, I don't think, think you want anyone else handling your girl yeah oh my god <gasps> this is the sienna, best sienna okay. knows she went to the bar yes. so and she sienna, asked her friend kit to help her yes sienna's got plans guys okay she's like first of all she thinks hawk is off with rosalie right now mm-hmm. you know and she's kind of like fine you want to play i'm gonna play mm-hmm. and so her friend kit who also has a little bit of a crush on her anyway we kind of talked about that They, she's got a plan that she wants them to get up close and personal because she knows his scent will be on her. She's basically putting on a show, though. Yeah, she's She's definitely ordering drinks. She's ordering drinks, but keeps taking them for her. Yeah, because side change. I mean, changelings can burn off alcohol very quickly. They don't get drunk as fast. She alcohol has some really weird effects on Psy. Right. So, so she's, she's not this is really the plan. She all. wants she wants the bar owner to call Hawk. She, right. This is her exact plan. <laughs> and she's acting all like she's drunk and flirty she's with flirting Kit. with Kit. So this is definitely in her plan. And Kit's like, are you sure you're ready for this? I know. I love that. He goes, <laughs> He's such I, a good friend goes, though. And I love that Kit is like, he's like, dude, Hawk's gonna lose his shit. <laughs> he's But what a good friend. I know. Before Hawk gets there, he's he pulls Sienna and like surprisingly 
gives her like the biggest, the biggest kiss, kiss. and he knows his scent will be all over yes, her. He's do he's helping her. He's right. helping her because right. there is so far you can push Hawk before his wolf takes over, oh my and God. Kit wants to put Sienna in the best position possible, so he yes. knows if. That Hawk already does not react well whenever Kit and Sienna are together. He's yes. already not reacted well so to it. this is a beautiful moment when good play, all Kit. hell good, breaks loose. Good play. Oh, <sighs> so good. He gets her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he takes her out, like, immediately. Like, takes her out. Outside, yeah. Yeah, outside. And he's like, they're as standing by they the get SUV. To the car. Mm-hmm. He's like, you smell of another man. <laughs> She says, yeah, well, I'm not a wolf, but I'm guessing you smell of another woman. So now we have, so Hawk's switching. So how does his, how does he kind of switch? He is in like the courting stage. He brings her <laughs> a special gift. So he, he shows up at her door and he gives her this mechanical penguin and it plays the song that they dance to the first time yes. that they dance together. I love it. He's very romantic. He's I super romantic. I love Hawk. But they keep getting all these moments that they have. They keep getting interrupted. And this is a great move by Nalini Singh because Sienna has gone through a ton in her life, but she is new to relationships. She's mm-hmm. never had a relationship. Yes. Um, and sexually inexperienced. So, right. So all of these all of these moments that they're having, they keep getting broken up. And mm-hmm. I think that that was a great move on her part. Very, very smart. So yes. we're easing Sienna into the relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so Hawk's becoming very flirty and says that he's would trade kisses for the secret of what's in the box. And <laughs> I love that. And it catches Sienna off guard because this is not the side of Hawk that she's used to. Mm-hmm. They just never have had this type of relationship right. It's always before. been contentious. And now it's he's courting her. You know? Right, exactly. So then we have uh, another little like sidebar thing where Judd goes to the ghost. Okay, the ghost is the guy we talked about earlier who mm-hmm. we don't know his identity. He's a secret psi agent that has been creating conflict in the psi network, and we yes. don't know who he is. We just know that he's really powerful, <laughs> super powerful, and mm-hmm. I'm in love with him. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> um, but Judd goes, and Judd has, and we've had like, uh, prior incidences where Judd has gone to the ghost for help. So they have this sort of alliance Mm -hmm. between them and they're trying to locate the X manuscript. Okay. And he asks them, you know, if you've heard about Alice Eldridge's second manuscript, because they're trying to find out Judd is concerned about Sienna. He knows that, her powers She's, are growing her powers and it's are growing. unstoppable. Right. And, and they need of, to know more. Exactly. It's exponentially no growing to where she has to do that earthing, the purging more often. And mm-hmm. so Judd's concern, you know, um, about her. And so um, so we have that part. And then another part in uh, this little section is we see Judd shows his protective side, <laughs> his uh, yes. his big brother side, um, mm-hmm. which is awesome. He doesn't say Sienna can't handle herself right Right. he knows she can handle herself Mm -hmm. she's gone through so much and he even calls hawk on that saying you insist on seeing her as a child and she's not yeah you know she was forced to make adult decisions long ago i love that he doesn't underestimate sienna right and he wants to make sure that hawk's not doing the same thing either. exactly he just wants to make sure he's not toying with her Mm -hmm. you know like if you're in this dude you better be in this yeah because she she's so new to emotion right she doesn't need any more emotional scarring okay Mm -hmm. you know like 
And so he he's protective of that aspect of her because he knows how hard it was for them to come out of silence, mm-hmm. you know. And so it was very difficult for them. And, I mean, emotionally, you could say that she's young and that they're experiencing those strong emotions, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Uh, Hawk does understand this to an extent. And going back to the scene whenever he asks Sienna, like, incredulously, like, you never played before. Right. So he sets up this little thing where they're going to have fun, basically. Yeah. And so he brings Sienna into the forest, and they're just having fun, basically. Mm-hmm. And he says, we're going to play a little game. I'm going to give you a 15-minute head start, and let's see if you can get to the lake before I catch you. Mm-hmm. And Sienna's confused at first because she has not played games like this. I mean, she's played it with some friends and stuff. We're playing played, Chase? Yeah, what? like, I don't understand. <laughs> and he's like, humor me. So they do this. And whenever Hawk's the her head starts done, he goes after her. And he's thinking to himself, man, I expected more. She's running in a straight line. Like, I thought she would, like, at least (laughs) least try to cover her scent. (laughs) Boom. Mid-thought, he is suspended in midair because Sienna is super fucking smart. And she decided to set a trap with her time. Instead (laughs) of trying to mask her, mask her scent, scent. she knows that Hawk's um has animal instincts and mm-hmm. stronger in certain aspects and so she used that to her advantage being like sure i'll lead you in my direction but here's some traps for you <laughs> i love it so well matched it really mm-hmm. shows how well matched they are of course he catches her before mm-hmm. he, he gets he gets a couple close calls where he falls into some more traps but then he finally gets where she's going with this and he traps her in um, his own little snare to where she's hanging off the forest floor from mm-hmm. her from her leg with like a vine. I love I it. I love that. And whenever he comes up and he's like, "What are you doing up there, baby?" <laughs> I love it. I love it because she's so mad. She's like, "Fine, she's you win." And so this is where they have their first kiss, I and love it's so it. sweet. And while she's dangling, while suspended. she's dangling, and then. And then he cuts her down. They have a sweet moment where they're embracing, and he says it's time to go back because he can't just take off a bunch of time to just right. go do things. He's alpha. He has stuff to do. And she just says a little longer, and they just sit there in, in an embrace. And I love it. Mm-hmm. They're so sweet. So right after this, the snow dancer sentries are attacked, right? Right. And in so, the forest. Yes. And the they're forest. called to help. And um, they have to go and help. Sienna helps Laura with the wounded, and she sees one of the guys um, – uh, is burned and it just triggers something in Sienna. Yeah, it's, see, a, it's a trigger for it's Sienna a trigger to for see her those to wounds. see uh, the wounds. And um, I can't remember if she does. She tell him right here why. I think it's not it's until after later. they get back after they bring all the wounded back to the den. That's Hawk when she notices. Him. Yeah, he notices I something happened with her. I know that Simran's wounds bothered you, right? And he, she basically tells him. I've done that before. Yeah. And I've, she gives a story about whenever I was five, I burned my mom. And she mm-hmm. had to knock me out telepathically because I could have killed her. Right. And only because she was a cardinal telepath did she was survive. Was she able to do that? Right. So she's scarred by this, by not being in control of her not powers. Not in control of her own powers and how mm-hmm. badly she can hurt someone. I mean, can you imagine – you could accidentally murder someone because you're not in control of your power. This is where I really love where Hawk lays. He lays out the gauntlet for her. Yeah. Okay, about what, what it means if you decide you want to Well, because, me, like, Sienna's you know? kind of beating around the bush saying, oh, look at that mated pair. Wouldn't it be so lovely to have a 100 <laughs> years with sweet. the same person and have mm-hmm. that bond? And Hawk's like, cut the bullshit. Tell mm-hmm. me, Tell me straight. And he basically lays out what it would be like to 
be with be him. with an alpha. Mm-hmm. And he's like, that seems no so more, great. I know. He's like, no more flirtations with boys your own age. <laughs> no more dancing with any male but me. No more time to learn who you are before you have to t- have to hold that personality against mine. And no more freedom to explore your sensuality before I own it. And that's a lot, a lot of stuff to you know handle. <laughs> to swallow, coming She's like, right. Gulp. And so she. <laughs> doesn't respond to him basically and mm-hmm. it kind of ticks him off because he was kind of expecting her to be her usual self being yeah. like fine whatever and she doesn't because she knows that this is a big thing mm-hmm. she it's knows intense. she's wanted this but this is actually happening and she just needs a moment to digest all that's mm-hmm. happening sienna is not confused but processing she goes talk to sasha and mm-hmm. she's just running running uh some scenarios with sasha saying well he's kind of been leaving me alone lately and sasha says that he's waiting for you to come to him but Mm -hmm. i don't think he's gonna wait much longer that's not in his nature i love that (laughs) well in the middle of the conversation sasha's water breaks she is pregnant and her water breaks i love the scene whenever uh sasha and lucas have their baby girl it is such an emotional scene i love it it's great to see it's awesome to see our favorite characters moving on with their life and i like that nilini singh does that you know she incorporates Mm -hmm. characters older characters Mm -hmm. very well it's not too much and they don't feel out of place but it also just makes the world feel that much more real lived you know it's like like, a lived in world exactly not like oh they have their iga and Mm -hmm. we'll never see them again right you know or just like these fleeting moments Mm -hmm. they actually have a little bit of everyone's very well incorporated Mm -hmm. into the story and and all of their appearances feel natural basically so i do love that she does it very well so we have that wonderful moment. And mm-hmm. then um, Judd suggests um, Sienna be the one to help them with a dangerous op to mm-hmm. Hawk. And I love how Judd's like, she spent her life living with Ming Bon. She was taught to handle explosives when she was nine years old. You know, this is not just some ordinary 19-year-old. No, you know, it's she's, not. She's um, lived through some horrific things. And she tells him later on during that day after she's told that she's going to go to that op. Mm-hmm. she tells him things that she's gone through and Hawk is shocked. Right. He doesn't expect a 19-year-old I know. to have had so many scars, basically. I know. And and, and he, she even, she admits how Ming Laban would put um, those who wanted executed in the same room with her. Yeah, you know, and, and provoke and, and her. push her psychically until her ex- power went off and would you know burn them kill them right and she says the screams i hear them in my sleep i mean this is you know no ordinary this is torture i mean he was torturing torturing her her. basically he was like if you don't want to burn these people you need to learn how to control your power and god for a young person to go through that so she's killed people she has that on her conscience Mm -hmm. and that's whenever hawk is really forced to look at her in a whole new light Right. Like, he shouldn't be able to have these conversations with a 19-year-old. He shouldn't be able to relate to her on this level. He relates to her. He's had to make tons of hard decisions since he was put as Alpha at 15 years old. Mm -hmm. And he's finally leveling her up in his mind. Mm -hmm. So Sienna and Judd go on their op. They plant the rig explosives at the secret side compound. They come back and... Sienna's kind of expecting Hawk to want to want to be with her, make sure she's okay, and he mm-hmm. basically dismisses her like, "Good job, well done." And so Sienna and Judd are walking back to their quarters, and mm-hmm. Judd's like, 
yeah, you might want to go and shower real quick because I'm pretty sure in 10 minutes you're going to have a visitor. And Sienna's like, what? And she's like, what oh, do you mean? oh, he's going to come. So she's racing back, trying to beat the clock. And four minutes later, he's already knocking yeah. at the door, busting through, pinning her against the wall and saying, you're never going to do that again. Yeah. And Sienna's like, no, you can't discount my abilities. Mm-hmm. This is I was the perfect person to go with Jed. Mm-hmm. I have the training to go. And I was the perfectly. only option. It was fine. It did. It was fine. I, I mean, there was a little incident a little where she up. broke a, a broke a rib and Jed had to heal her, but it was fine. Yeah. <laughs> she, she didn't tell that him that good. part. She left it out because she knows that he would never let her do yeah, stuff like that again. But it's nothing she couldn't handle. No, you know? it's nothing. And we get our first full-on sexy scene oh my gosh because the primitive part of hawk's coming out and you know he gives her her first orgasm and she's she's like whoa blown away scene is like embedded in my brain right still it's just so good the sexual tension is great but i also love how hawk pulls back he does not go all the way he knows he has to ease her in Right. To this physical side of the relationship. He doesn't want their first time to be rushed in any mm-hmm. way. And he wants to give her these the multiple experiences. He wants mm-hmm. to build this up for her. So he takes care of her? He does. He <laughs> takes care of her emotional and physical needs. He doesn't it's take care awesome. of his own. Exactly. He doesn't. Which I he love. needs to go and like splash cold water on himself. Yes. And- yes. <gasps> I know. That is, that is an unselfish man. So Hawk kind of bonds with Toby a little bit. Yeah, Toby's um, Sienna's brother. Yeah, Toby's Sienna's brother. And then Walker. He's Sienna's and Toby's father figure. Right. He's the oldest He's- and I believe that he is older than Christine. He's in protective dad mode. We also see how dangerous. I mean, Walker's always been this sort of quiet quiet mm-hmm. character in the backdrop but we learned something pretty intense right here this isn't hawk's point of view so he's kind of like he suddenly realizes that when it came to sienna toby and marley it was walker who was more dangerous he was the most dangerous mm-hmm. and we learn <laughs> that walker taught the arrow children yeah so hawk basically looks at him with new eyes while walker is <laughs> threatening hawk and being like Man, you told me you're a teacher teacher. in the net. And this is what he does also in the pack. He does, Mm -hmm. he teaches, um, he teaches the children of the pack. And Walker's response whenever Hawk asks about him being a teacher Mm -hmm. is that you never asked who I taught in the net. And we find out it's not, it's implied that he taught arrow children, which Mm -hmm. are the most volatile. They have the, um, most dangerous abilities. They're basically like, uh, seals, Navy seals. That's what I was saying. It's like, it's like, he's like, the Navy SEAL and trainer. Trainer. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, of he all of forges, these children. He forges hard men, basically. I know. So we get that little backdrop. So yeah. I love it because it really humbles Hawk because he never, he never pegged knew. Walker for that. Mm-hmm. He knows Walker's has um powerful abilities but he's never shown any aggressive tendencies mm-hmm. he's very quiet very reserved very calm, and he totally misjudged walker and i think it's very humbling for hawk to find yeah. out that he had this person who was powerful enough to be recruited to train mm-hmm. these powerful children and he didn't even realize it i love that i love and see i love that nalini singh did that you know yeah she, flaw she created, yeah, she gave a, a flaw to Hawk. He wasn't just this perfect alpha, you yeah. know, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, even he's sort of underestimating people that are in his pack, essentially. Right. You know? um, and so it was a cool moment. We're starting to see Sienna's uh, powers, you know, Become grow. More erratic. Yes, they're becoming erratic. There's this one moment where she wants Hawk to, like, get away from her because she's so afraid she's going to hurt somebody. But he just 
puts his arms around her and he's like, I trust you, trust yourself, you know, mm-hmm. and that's just it is like she's about to purge all yes. of her power and she wants him to step back, Get but away he wants her. to hold her and she's yes. like, holy shit, I'm going to incinerate you. Yes. Are you stupid? He's kind of going off a mm-hmm. little, uh, he, he has a little idea about she can control it more than she thinks. More than she realizes. But it still exactly. pisses her off because she's, she's scared. <laughs> she did not want to burn him. Mm-hmm. And, and what if she hadn't? What if she wasn't yeah, able to control it? Exactly. He would have been dead. <laughs> but he was he he wasn't. He wasn't. He didn't this die. Because this is a romance and it has a happily ever after. He exactly. can't die. <laughs> so anyway, they basically don't talk for a while after this. Yes, they kind of get into a fight. Fu- which first is good. Fight. I mean <laughs> it is good because Hawk goes to visit Sasha. So Sasha makes an observation whenever Hawk tells her about the situation that happened between him and Sienna Mm -hmm. saying she's a cardinal sigh. You have to listen to her. You have to Mm -hmm. treat her like you would any other of your lieutenants. If your lieutenants made a decision, would you just discount them? Mm -hmm. Or if Judd, who is a powerful telekinetic, if he made a decision about his powers, would you disobey him? No, you wouldn't. You can't. She, you might have been right, but it was wrong to discount to that. Right. Not it was wrong to, to not listen to her, mm-hmm. basically. And so he goes back and he apologizes for not listening to her, but says, I was right. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I love how he just half apologizes. It's funny. I know. It kind of opens up to her a little bit. She says, you're very good at keeping your distance between you and a lover. Because every time she asks something about his past, he shuts down. He gives her a little bit, Mm -hmm. and he shuts down. Whenever she asks what happened with the old Alpha, Mm -hmm. he tells her Garrick, who is the previous Alpha, died fighting one of his lieutenants, my father. So now we are getting a little bit of his backstory, Mm -hmm. why why he's damaged and keeps people at a distance. Mm -hmm. Sienna's just like, like there's more than one kind of distance. Not just, I'm not talking about physical. You're putting emotional distance between Mm -hmm. us. You're not letting me in. You're not letting me know you and i'm giving you i'm Mm -hmm. giving you everything i'm giving you my past i'm talking about things that are very hard to talk about it's not fair basically sienna has an idea Mm -hmm. about what's going on with the sigh and they're exhibiting this pattern during attacks and she's familiar with this okay so hawk invites hawk invites sienna to the to lieutenant the meeting yes. to explain this. This is big. This is a big thing because not any regular snow dancer um, pack member meeting. can attend this meeting. This is only only for- lieutenants, exactly. basically the top dogs. Right. And he's inviting Sienna to uh, give her two cents on the situation. This is huge. Ming is the military side counselor. Like he's mm-hmm. the one that was in charge of the arrows and she was – his protege. So yeah. she has a lot of experience with this. And right. I'm glad that Hawk decided, yeah, we're going to listen to what she has to say. Um, we also get uh, a quick scene where Hawk opens up and talks a little bit about Rissa. You yes. Know, who his, was intended, intended mate. intended mate and she died. Who died. And I remember when Sienna's like, Are you, you're certain she would have been your mate, you know? She's pushing the idea. <sighs> I know. And it's so sad because he's like, you know, it, it can't be altered, Sienna. He's like telling her definitively, I can't. It only happens once. It only happens once and but it's gone. she has a great rebuttal. She says, <laughs> yeah, I understand you found your mate, mm-hmm. but you didn't actually mate. 
Exactly. There was no bond. There was no nothing, bond. There was nothing snapped into place, mm-hmm. and she died before that happened. So how can you say, hey, my shot was done, mm-hmm. and Hawk's being stubborn. And he is being stubborn. Sienna and it makes says – makes me so mad. Sienna <laughs> tells him, I'm – pretty sure that it's your human half that doesn't want to get hurt again Mm -hmm. you've had so much things happen to you so many people have been pulled away Mm -hmm. rissa whenever you were young she died you felt that really hard and then your parents you're afraid to lose more people don't be a coward exactly and hawk is pissed pissed you know why because he knows she's right because he is a coward yes (laughs) big tough alpha is scared i love it though i love it though he's it's okay for guys to be you know scared don't be an asshole though (laughs) but don't be a prick all right (laughs) she's pushing the issue Mm -hmm. but he can't stay away so he goes up to her they have basically a come to jesus meeting and he tells her i don't want to hurt you that's never my intention, but I can't give you something I don't have to give. He is totally convinced that they're just never going to have the mating mm-hmm. bond. So, exactly. See, and it's like, fine, that's fine, but give me everything else. Give me not only your joy, your I want your sorrow, I want your hurt. She wants don't hide those parts of you. I need all of it. Mm-hmm. Trust me and treat me as your equal. And he says, yes, treat, I'm going to treat you as mine. So, so we I really love emotional... that he finally opened up yes. to Sienna. Yes. He finally gave that to yeah. her. So we have some emotional spilling and connecting right. here. And then a and little then... bit later, they yes. have their first date night, which turns into the first sexy time <laughs> scene. It is <laughs> hot. It is hot, hot, hot. Go hot. read this scene because awesome. I cannot give enough praise to the way that she <laughs> Nalini Singh writes this. This mm-hmm. is Sienna's first time. She is a virgin and um Hawk knows this. I love how he handles it. Whenever he could sense because guys, pay attention to your partner. Read some signals. <laughs> it's not just the girl's work. So he's reading Sienna's signals and he sees that she's getting like she was totally in it, but then all of a sudden she's thinking a little bit too much. Yes. She's getting a little too nervous. Yes. So he knows when to pull back and not push too far and yeah. let her catch up. Let her catch up. Do some things that she's comfortable with, like not go into new territory. Mm-hmm. And it's just all around <laughs> amazing it's awesome yes and, and, and after their night together at the cabin sienna wakes up and realizes that the x fire just built like to the threshold yes super fast she had just she's like a volatile a couple inferno. weeks ago mm-hmm. and it built up so fast and it even eroded all of her she has like just signals shields. built mm-hmm. in and it eroded all of that and so yes. she's basically saying She's about to she's about to explode. And yeah, she needs it's to get D-Day. away. Fast. It's D-Day. She's right. about to hit synergy. Mm-hmm. And just think of synergy as like basically a nuclear bomb. Right. And, and she's, so she's like, I have to get away. You know, I have yeah, to get away she's from out of time. And everybody else. So I don't know. They hurt don't anybody. know a way to stop this. Mm-hmm. There's no manuscript to be found. And so she runs away. Basically, she's trying to shield all the people that she loves by Hawk, getting away. Toby. As far as she, she doesn't can. tell anybody. She just runs away. But her mm-hmm. brother, who is an has empath abilities, yes. he can feel this, yes. and so he gets Hawk and he tells him. Right. Mm-hmm. And whenever he catches up to her, that's exactly what he says. And she's apologizing. She's like, "I'm doing it for you. I love you. All that stuff." Mm-hmm. We get hawk's confession he doesn't quite say i love you but his words say it for him mm-hmm. and he says that sienna is his heart 
And that yes. whenever Rissa died, part of him broke. And even at 10, he knew he was losing more than just his best friend. He was losing a part of himself. And that her death shaped him. And she'll mm-hmm. always be a part of him. But of the boy. Yes, but the boy. But it's it's part of his past. Part of mm-hmm. who he was. And how Sienna, how she holds the man's heart. And how yeah. he adores her. And there's no way in hell that he's going to let her go. So then we have... Uh- uh, the ghost finds a cryogenically suspended Alice <laughs> for over a hundred years. She's yeah, been she's frozen. been in a cryogenic sleep for a hundred <laughs> years. Yeah, and he finds her because the ghost has ways. Just mm-hmm. saying, I like this meeting between Judd and the ghost. Um, yeah, he's bringing here. he's bringing Judd to right. see what he found, like to see, see. To see who I found <laughs> frozen. This I is one of so my much. favorite. This was one of my favorite things to do was speculate the ghost's identity, yes. and I had gone before we eventually find out who he is i'd gone mm-hmm. over it multiple times i can't trying remember to when out. i discovered it but i knew who it was before we found out like officially. well i had there was two that i was up in i knew the second that a certain book title was an- announced i knew i knew yeah. i knew it was <laughs> My for sure book? but there My was two one. people before that book was announced the title of the book and who the characters in the book were going to be mm-hmm. there was two characters who i was basically like the ghost is either one of them, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure which one. Yeah. And one of them was right. <laughs> <laughs> but so Sienna explains to Hawk what Synergy does. Mm-hmm. And if she hits Synergy, that at that second, mm-hmm. she could choose to turn the fire against herself. Mm-hmm. And it would basically, it's like committing suicide right. for an XI, and it would deco- That's the to only way you could, you could you decommission could it. That you could stop it is basically killing yourself. Like imploding. And Hawk's not on board with this. Yeah. (laughs) Obviously. Yeah. And the other option is to, you know, throw it out and kill. Right. You can't control it. (laughs) You you know, everyone around you. So you cannot. Not good options. Either one of those. Nope. So the Psy move in on um, the Changeling. Yes. And the war starts, basically. Yes. The war starts. So they have this one weapon that. The changelings were not expecting. They have this sonic shockwave that attacks the changelings' hearing, and because they needed to level the playing field. Mm-hmm. So this is whenever Hawk has a decision to make. Mm-hmm. He can either push through, and a lot more of his people are going to die, or he can use his wild card and he can call Sienna out on the battlefield. And he, mm-hmm. Sienna, is not going to do it without a signal, but she's like, "Don't." not use me because you're, you're being selfish. Of, yeah, right. exactly. You're afraid Don't of not, what might happen to right. me. Well, he, he uses her. So she comes out this and the Psy are freaking out because there, there are rumors. There are rumors <laughs> about XI and they're seeing it. Like mm-hmm. she is on fire. She's, She's on walking out into this field out. of snow mm-hmm. and she is completely on fire. I love this imagery so much. I like know, it gives me beautiful. so much feels. It's, but oh. she comes and she basically does a wall of fire to separate the Psy from all of her changeling um mm-hmm. people and she decimates them oh, like so there's awesome. only ash left behind there's only nothing. ash but there's a problem she is hitting synergy she <laughs> cannot control it and it's also spreading the other way right. so she killed so, all them and now it's going backwards right it's going backwards it's not going in the direction that people. she initially set it in she, it's also slowly waving out towards mm-hmm. the changeling so hawk goes and um 
he's basing this uh, theory off the fact that he, that Sienna has not burned him before and basically throws himself at Sienna and mm-hmm. he makes it past the wall of fire to her. And she turns to him and says, I'm sorry, and blasts the power into his uh into his head. So Sienna blasts through those mental shields and Hawk doesn't know what the hell is going on. Yeah. <laughs> and he looks back and he sees the fire just racing over his people and he's like freaking out. Mm-hmm. And then he looks and he sees, <laughs> oh, I understand. She blasted the mental shields because she wanted to protect all of his people and mm-hmm. knew that if she had a connection with Hawk and Hawk has a connection with all of his people, that there was it a chance hurt. that the X-Fire, the Cold Fire, would pass over them without harming them. Mm-hmm. So that does happen, thank God. But Sienna's like, her eyes start turning blue. Yes, and the blue and flames And the blue to flames are the hottest flames. Yeah. And Pushes she's, herself she's away from to, Hawk and says, I love implode. you. And Hawk's like, fuck no. Yeah. So she's he punches goodbye. back power towards her. And what do you know? That mating bond <laughs> snaps in place. <laughs> what? You know why? You know why? Because it was the human part of Hawk that was holding back. That's yes. why. Yes. That's why he just had to make that decision that he was all in and it was, such it a was worth moment. it was worth getting hurt. Like he did yes. not want to live his life without exactly. Sienna. It was that moment of realizing I'm gonna lose her and mm-hmm. never have her with me. And right. it and it so wasn't even a thought. It, it was finally instinctual. It. Coolest thing to me is that this when their bond seals, mm-hmm. it's like the the tendrils or whatever of their bond go out to everyone. Oh yeah, because Sienna, since she's a psi, she can kind of see the connections yes. in a physical manis- manifestation in her mm-hmm. head. So in she can head. see, they she call it like the, the web. The so web. she can see mm-hmm. all of his lieutenants, like the threads that tie Hawk to the lieutenants. Tie it to Laura, who's the pack healer. Right. Yes. I love so I that too. Next to Hawk, oh, lieutenants, mates, healers. And she can see them all. And even connects to the familial bond. They're all now connected with Judd and Walker. Like they're all connected mm-hmm. now on this, um, on the side bond. It is so, so freaking cool. Okay, so uh, Judd breaks through Alice's coma. She's been in a coma after they got her out of, you know, the cryogenic chamber, whatever. They've been waiting for her to wake up. And the only thing she says is, find the valve. And everyone's like, what the fuck? What is the valve? Thanks, you, Alice. Thanks for that me? help. We've been searching for some Let's sort of information for, for years. Like, how generic is find the valve? Yeah, she's what like, the fuck, Alice? She's like speaking in cryptic language and mm-hmm. stuff, and they don't know what this is, you know? Yeah, so that's all they have to go, like, hey, you want to save Sienna? Find the valve. You know, if you want to <laughs> okay. save Sienna, find the valve, you know? So Sienna's power basically is building up at a rapid Rap- the next day, mm-hmm. her power is built up so much that she's going to hit synergy right. again. So this is important because if they had not made it at this point, I think this would have been a different outcome. It w- I agree. It, and they did be- not have those mental ties. Exactly. The cold fire would have not spread the way it did to um, Judd and through Hawk to um, Walker as well. Mm-hmm. And this is the important part. Whenever the cold fire, whenever she was hitting synergy again, and the cold fire decided to go through the mental pathways mm-hmm. and aimed itself toward Walker, mm-hmm. something magical happens. Walker has always had this helix in his mind yes. spinning, and it had yes. no function. It didn't I love that. Interfere. He didn't know what it was. Nobody knew what it was. And they, <laughs> basically, all the sigh, whenever he was in the net, said, ignore it. Uh, it's not doing anything. I don't know <laughs> what to do. It's a helix. Yeah, it's, it's a there. spinning helix just doing nothing. <laughs> well, that's what it is. It's the valve. It's the valve. It is the valve. It developed whenever... 
Sienna's mother was pregnant with her. Mm -hmm. And when she was born. And this is its purpose. It literally is to filter Sienna's excess energy Mm -hmm. and basically filter it out and it's inert. It cannot harm. So all of her excess energy that just keeps building up over time, if she just lets herself send the energy to to Walker, Walker. it'll Mm -hmm. take care of itself. And I love that. It's so cool. It's just so cool. It's a good wrap-up. Because, honestly, I was really scared reading it for the first time. I was like, holy shit. How are they they going? I'm like, she's going to kill people. I thought Nalini Singh was going to go for it and do a little bit of George R.R. Martin and kill some people. I really did think like, that she was going to be it. GOT. So now they're 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 mated and Sienna has to learn to deal with all the alpha responsibilities mm-hmm. that Hawk has to uh, be with. I also like the scene. This really shows how bonded they are whenever Sienna asks Hawk, how, how do we mate? Like, how did that happen? Mm-hmm. I want you to spell it out for me. And she's I looking for a certain this. answer. And Hawk says, Hawk does say that he knows he, in this moment he held the power. Mm-hmm. The The power scales were tipped in his direction because he could lie and just be like, I don't know. Yeah. But he decides he's going to tell the truth and he says, you were right. You called me on my bullshit. You said yeah. I was a coward mm-hmm. because I was letting myself, of closing myself my off past. to the bond because of my past. And he admits it. And I love that because mm-hmm. he he's – Making sure that they're always on equal footing, and that's what a relationship should be. Exactly. Well, and it also shows, again, Nalini Singh's genius, and we see transformation and growth in both characters. All right, Jessen, it is time for the showdown. Showdown! (laughs) (laughs) All right, right, so who has the better scene? Yeah, who has the better scene, baby? Mm -hmm. All right, you're going first tonight. I want to hear it. My favorite scene was... Whenever they're sitting by the lake, and this is whenever Sienna's opening up about what it was like to be with Ming, mm-hmm. and this is whenever Hawk is realizing that he has – he can relate to this 19-year-old better than he can relate to some people his age who has not mm-hmm. gone through the same things. And they have a little sexy moment, and Sienna's pushing for more, and he goes down <laughs> to the lake, and he splashes cold water on yeah. him, and he's like, quit it! <laughs> So I just love everything about this scene. It has the physical, it has the emotional, and it's basically the light bulb going off in Hawk being like, mm-hmm. this woman is a my turning, equal. A turning point. Yeah, this is mm-hmm. this woman is my equal, and it's the aha moment. So okay. I really – that's my favorite scene. There's so many favorite scenes, but I this know. is the one okay. that I just that's love because one. I'm just like, oh, I'm yes. not going to lie. That's a good one. Okay, so mine is another aha scene. Mm-hmm. It is the second time he gets her from the bar when she's oh, doing the whole yes. uh, fake making out with oh, yeah. Kit and whatever. Mm-hmm. And he takes her out into the parking lot. That whole scene where he, like, when he bites her. Yeah, because the, the, the outward <laughs> display of mine, yes, basically. Yes, and, and because I feel like the wolf and man were done, you know, and yeah. they were like, okay, I'm over this. I'm claiming no her before anybody else can exactly. claim her. And I, I just, love that exactly. scene, too. I just love that moment because he was just, you know, hemming around it, you know, mm-hmm. for so long, and then he couldn't take it and just, like... Yeah, he was towing the line, and this is the point where he stepped over and the line. Like, okay, he was you're like, mine, right, baby. Fine. And I'm going to show everybody else how much you're mine. <laughs> right. Oh, so, okay. I so just love this couple scenes. so much. I know. I love them, too. So, Hawk and Sienna. So, so, so much. They're okay, amazing. Okay, so before we sign off, I just wanted to praise Nalini Singh just a little mm-hmm. bit more. <laughs> First of all, not only does she live in one of the coolest places I want to visit, 
so bad, New Zealand. She's a Kiwi. I love her. <laughs> um, but she also has some other good series out there. She does have a side changeling spinoff. It's like she has arcs in her side changeling. Um, mm-hmm. so she's currently writing for the side changeling Trinity spinoff. So keep mm-hmm. reading. There's a lot more to be had in this world. It's a nuanced world. Keeps going on forever. The Guild Hunter series we yes. have mentioned before. Archangels, um, Hunters. It's just so good. Some vampires, but oh my god, amazing. My favorite. Please go, (laughs) please go read them. And then she also branched out into contemporary, which I love that. I Mm -hmm. love it. I came to Nalini Singh for the paranormal, Mm -hmm. and then she decides to branch out with contemporary. (sighs) She's killing it. She is killing (laughs) it. Okay, killing it. So please go check that out and sign up for her newsletter. Mm-hmm. Because she gives out free content on her newsletter. She has cute little scenes that checks in with some characters that we don't always get to revisit. And she does that so well. Also, mm-hmm. she has novellas and anthologies. And some of my favorite are um, Annie and Zach and Emmett and Rhea and Cooper oh, yeah. and Grace. Yes. Those are such great stories. She, she to me, is like the queen of novellas. Mm-hmm. They're the perfect length, but it does not feel rushed. And mm-hmm. there's you never feel like, oh, this is insta-love and this is mm-hmm. impossible for them to be this connected in this short amount of time. She just, she's the she's queen. She's so good. She is the queen. She's amazing. I love her. We love you, Nalini Singh. <laughs> okay. Well, we hope that you enjoyed today's episode and look forward to the next one where we'll be talking about Helen Huang's insanely successful book debut, The Kiss Quotient. Thanks so much for listening. This goes out to all the fangirls. Life's better with a little H-E-A. 